welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian. I hope you're all doing well. I'm doing pretty good tonight. I actually had a, a horrible incident where I'm having to redo the episode at the last minute because there was a problem with it. But here we go again. Uh, and for you all, this is the first time. So this is Logar, and I'm on Zine Thursday. And our Zine today is Willow, a grim micro setting. Good little Zine? I suggest it. <laughs> That's the synopsis. I I picked this up actually at my local game store. They, they do have Yoda Quest in Cincinnati. We'll have some Zines from time to time that are pretty good. And a few things pop up there. So Willow popped up there, and I picked it up to look at it i've had it for a, a little bit now and i haven't had a chance to review it and i'm glad i'm getting to it this was done by lazy lich who also recently had a, lazy lich also recently had a zine that crowdfunded on kickstarter over zine month so there's some more stuff to pick up i was not able to back it unfortunately I, i'm gonna hoping that i can find some copies of that and some other ones that lazy lich has put out because this is pretty good and i'm gonna try to check the other seeds out but I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. So it's, it says it's a hex crawl. It's kind of like, it focuses on a little town, Willow. There's like big willow trees. It's a grim micro setting. It's kind of, it seems like they're supposed to be a, a, a gloom about the area. And I think the willow trees add to that. One of the first things on how to use this book, it talks about fitting into your existing game and stuff, but it also talks about the play style of the game, how it's intended to be used. And I'd like to go over that because I appreciate it. I get a lot. I, I, I like this play style. Uh, there's seven points that it makes in a play style. So you should play Willow in whatever play style you prefer. But it was originally designed for an old school style of play where the following points are assumed to be true. Number one, players will be setting their own goals rather than following a narrative that has been planned out for them very strictly by the game master. Number two, Players receive very little or no experience points from killing monsters, instead receiving experience points from treasure. Number three, monsters will not be balanced to player level, but the GM will communicate to players a rough idea of how safe or dangerous different areas are through NPCs. Number four, whenever it would add more interest, players and game masters will interact and describe gameplay to each other instead of rolling skill checks. Five, the game is dangerous. Player death is very possible and healing is very limited. Six, there is a focus on resource management. Resources are being tracked by the game master and players, and there are consequences for running out. And seven, players coming up with clever and creative solutions to problems is encouraged and rewarded. The next thing that's after you get past one is this great little hand-drawn map. It looks hand-drawn, at least. Uh, it's not like a realistic topographical map or anything like that. It, it's, it's got a good character and style to it, and you can get a rough idea of what the town of Willow's like and the different areas around it. It's got, it, it gives you a little history of the, the area, the legal system is kind of ran by this witch. It seems she's kind of in charge, the only kind of authority there is in the town um, but she's not present in the town she leaves and kind of stays out of town she's kind of a recluse and there's a whole story of how she came to power and all this um this 
the, the point is that something bad has happened upstream of the river and players are having a hard time getting out. And you're in this area and it fleshes out a lot of good NPCs. They're very creative. I like what they've done with these NPCs. If I were to run this, what I'd need to do for myself is take a few notes on my note paper and jot down the names and kind of, I would, I would be casting these NPCs in my head with either people I know or people from movies like actors or something in my mind to envision them with the personalities and stuff they come with. I want to go over one of them. Um, I, I'm, I, there's a few really good ones. One that's, they're all, they all have great, unique, quirky elements to them that can be fun to role play and memorable NPCs that will be remembered if you use them correctly. Your players, I think, could really do a lot interacting with them. I'm, I'm torn between the Sania and the River Ranger. I want to read one of them to you because they're fun. So let's do the River Ranger. He has been stationed here by a council of druids to look after the river. He is devoted to laziness. He studied magic just to learn a single spell that conjures one hot meal a day. Gifted with a bow, he only shoots arrows on strings to reach objects that are too far away. He avoids all negativity and is in denial about the river being corrupted. What does he want? To minimize all his needs. Avoid all work and negativity. Increase his level of comfort. Delicious food and alcohol. What is he doing now? Then it gives you a few things that you could run into him doing for a good encounter. Sleeping somewhere strange. Eating his magic meal. Collecting a special moss for new bedding. Being carried by rat folk to their burrows to be eaten. He has not fought back yet because he wanted to go this direction anyways. <laughs> so... The characters are great. They have a lot of good things, you know, cool ideas. Like you could have them run into them a few different times in those different occasions. You know, it could be a reoccurring thing throughout the game. It goes over the blue brew, which is an N in the willow, and it gives you all kind. It gives you everything from prices, and it also outlines some guests and whatnot that you can use. Again, pretty decent NPCs to use for role play. Um, and then it kind of goes over some of the other buildings in town. There's a cause and effect list in here. Now, what this is, it has if the players dot, 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 and it notes different things that players can do from stealing something, flaunting cash, performing magic, uh, causing the dragon egg to hatch. So that's something that's fun and interesting in here. There's that you'll have to, I'm not going to get too much spoilery, a prior spoilery anyway. So if you're listening, and you're going to play in it, not running it. Don't listen. <laughs> so it gives you, if the players do, and then it gives you, then this will happen. And it gives you an effect of something that would happen within this town specifically. So it really helps to flesh out the town, give it some character, and give you some ideas, you know, as players do these things, what are they? So again, as a, as a dungeon master running this game, I would be... Um, I would be reading through these before I ran it to try to get an idea. So when one of those things came up, I'd go back to the, oh yeah, that's it. Hopefully it would trigger my memory. I wouldn't forget. I can also see myself accidentally like planning to use this and never actually using it because I was so caught up with the rest of the game. Uh, but it's cool. It gives you lots of good, what they call relationship prompts, how people relate to each other in a nice little chart. If they're family, friendly, hostile to each other. So it kind of gives you the 
the interactions of those individual NPCs in the town. So while you're interacting with them and they're, you're asking questions, you can inject some of that drama into the game. Um, there's rat folks and crow folks. The crow folks are banned from the town. They're not allowed in. They're extremely uh, prejudiced against them. Apparently, I, I would say there's also a nice little dungeon in here. And then, then there's one thing that I really liked even more than the dungeon is they got this great wizard tower and these cool little wizards. Um, Aisling, the wizard, lives in a tower passed down from the wizard to apprentice for generations. Her elderly apprentice named Eowyn, Eowyn, E-O-I-N, I don't know how to pronounce that correctly, lives there too and does all the menial tasks. Aisling is obsessed with books and brewing magical potions that enhance her reading experience, allowing her to transcend her material body absorbed into the stories. Now they don't leave, they're secluded. It gives you a cool little picture of their little books and their knickknacks and them sitting there in their, in their uh, wizard tower. I like it. It also, they have like pigeons they'll send out with re offering rewards for people who bring them books. They don't, they don't want to leave. And it kind of, gives you a little rundown of the tower from the attic, the study, the bathroom, the storage room, everything you're going to find in there. There are evil plants inside of the corrupted wood. And it goes on to kind of tell about those. Gives you stuff for the running the crow folk and the rat folk and the different factions that exist. And then throughout here, there's a necrotic treant who seems to be causing a lot of problems. In the back, of this book, you also get a timeline of possible events going for 15 days of things that could be happening in the town and random treasure tables. So looking at this, I, I, I wanna play it. I'm gonna try to run it in one of the upcoming campaigns I have. It's good stuff. Really, like I said, for me to run this, the way I would prep it is I would take a lot of notes reading through it. I'd try to read through it twice before the first night keep my notes and then jot down notes as I ran it. Cause I could go quite a few nights with this. Um, I think it would depend on how long my players wanted to stick around in the area and continue interacting in it and didn't get bored and ran away. After all giving player autonomy and being more of a sandbox things, players could easily drift off the map somehow <laughs> and they could decide what it is they want to delve into in the town. And it gives you a lot to work with with the characters with different plot hooks and things to build stories off of and it's it's well done i'm excited to see more from lazy lich i know they've got quite a few other things out and i'm definitely gonna be picking it up i strongly suggest willow a grim micro setting i like it if you've enjoyed what you've heard here please give us a positive review wherever you're listening those of you that have, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. You can find us on Facebook. Search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We have a Patreon. Uh, we could really use the support. If you get on there, patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.